0: What's up bitches what's up what's up welcome back to the sassy spiritual bitches podcast
1: (laughs) i was like is it gonna be singing today or are we gonna go somewhere else (laughs) we went whisper (laughs) dark and ominous i like it perfect because we are recording this on the super
0: moon full moon the full moon in capricorn Mm -hmm. i was saying Full moon in Capricorn, it's the strawberry moon, and I believe it is a super moon. Yeah. Well, it's a super emotionally charged moon, I'll fucking tell you that. You know, don't have to tell me twice. Jeez. I fucking feel
1: like the Joker over here. I spend all morning, like, chronically sobbing, and then I get these little bouts of rage, and then it would turn to, like, hysterical laughter because I was like, this is so stupid. This is just a simulation. Why did I sign up for this? And then it's like, why would I subject myself to this? And then you just start laughing because you're like, what a joke. And I was like, wow, I could be on a documentary right now. <laughs> like, why so
0: serious? Maybe that's why I whispered on that.
1: Yeah. It's very, picking up on your Joker box. Very fitting. Or have you seen the Joker? Like the one with Walking Phoenix? Is that his name?
0: Walking mm. Phoenix? Yeah, but I haven't seen it.
1: Oh, yeah. You have to watch that. Because that's the Joker that I feel like today. Yeah. And he is just twisted as fuck in that show. Sure so good yeah he's like happy and sad and then obviously a little bit deranged i'm like yep yeah, i'm totally rocking those vibes today and normally like the full moon makes me tired but i can usually like skate through it but no not this one he's like hello i feel fantastic oh, Fuck for you
0: i mean it was a rough few days mm-hmm. leading into it though that's true
1: that's true. It's like I'm just delayed, or like maybe it was supposed. Maybe I was supposed to be processing stuff on the weekend, but I was like, no, I'm good. And then no. it was
0: like, this is your last day, so you better fucking do it now. No, my weekend was fucking shit, 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 shit. Like crying and breakdowns and just like, what the fuck is even happening?
1: Yeah, that's me, me today. So hang on, hang on. There. I might cry spontaneously during this <laughs>
0: recording. It's perfect. Yeah. So today, ladies and gents. We're discussing the real truth about spiritual awakenings. Yes. I feel like this doesn't get talked about very often.
1: Not for real. You see those like funny memes that are like what you think it's going to look like and then be mm-hmm. the crazy person. But it's making light of something that's actually not that funny or
0: fun. No, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. From your emotions getting all fucking fuckered fucked right up, to mm. losing relationships, to not knowing what the fuck's happening, to feeling like you're being gaslighted, to asking yourself, "Are you gaslighting other people?" Like it's yes, it's a confusing time. It's so
1: confusing because there's oh, you learn so much. You like awaken to not only your own inner truth, but the in the truth of literally everyone around you that you've been overlooking and then not to mention there's like an element of becoming a little bit selfish so then there's like this i've changed am i the problem kind of thing Mm -hmm. am i in the wrong because you have to like undo all your belief systems and yeah
0: but like i said because people are gaslighting you making you feel like oh my god i'm the root cause of all of this
1: yes 100 percent.
0: so we'll gradually get to all of this today Mm -hmm. We're not just like, okay, there you go. There's a bad side. Bye. Yeah. I mean, my God, we know we can talk. Oh, yeah. For all of those of you who made it through last week's hour and a half long episode. Kudos to you. Kudos to you. (laughs) That was a long ass bitch. But you know what? It went by fast. I actually listened to it. Oh, did you? I haven't checked it out yet. But yeah, it kind of does go by fast. You kind of get caught up in what's happening. You
1: don't realize the time that's elapsed. Yeah. Which is nice. That's the goal, I think. Indeed.
0: Let us know you guys in like on our socials or email or whatever. Let us know do you like the longer episodes or do you like us being short and sweet and to shut the fuck up? Yeah, we want to so, know. That's
1: so funny. I was watching a a meme or I don't know if it's just like a funny page on the chive and Graham watches it not me and he's like (laughs) watching this video and these people are getting married and this priest is rambling on and on and on about killer whales and then poverty and blah 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 and this old guy in the back stands up he's like excuse me sir excuse me um would you just shut the fuck up and marry (laughs) the people already I'm just getting drawn out here and I was like that would be me I'd be like, excuse me, pardon, moi. shut the fuck up. <laughs> so
0: impatient. Say your vows.
1: Yeah, so impatient.
0: See, and I would be the person in the back row. See, this is why my mom and I cannot go to things by, like, together. Why would you do? Oh, we're the worst. We mock. We make fun. We, like, nice. Like, bah, 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 bah. like when we go to a church. Oh, I mean, I'm totally outing myself right now on, like, what a bad person I can be. But it's fun. But, like, we sing, you know, there's always, like, hymns in churches and weddings Mm -hmm. and things. We, like, purposely fuck it up. Oh, my god! Like, everyone will be, like, oh, holding a nice, you know, note. And we'll come in, like, after they sing the last words, singing the last word. We'll be, like, amen. (laughs) (laughs) And then we laugh. And then we laugh. And then my sister, if she's with us, we get shot daggers. Like if looks oh. could kill, we would have been yeah, I murdered. I don't oh, know gosh. how many times over. Yikes. Yeah. She doesn't find it as funny. No. What you're saying. No. Oh my god. We're like, have some fun. Like yeah, we're at a wedding. Up. We've done it at funerals too. Like, who am I kidding? Oh my god, that's <laughs> so good. I love it. Um, have I ever told you the funeral story? No. Oh my god. Okay, so... <laughs> this is so terrible. Like, it's so bad. Okay, I'm ready for it. Here <sighs> for this. It's it's actually a really funny story. So, my great-grandfather died. And my dad was really close to him. And so, he was sitting at the front with the pallbearers, obviously. And we're sitting closer, like, mid-church. Yes. Right? And there's this big, long pew. And at the time, my sister was dating this guy... Derek and he was a goofball like he was just he he was hilarious you would have gotten a kick out of him he was fun nice. and um we're all sitting in this pew we're all dressed nice Lisa's with us Because nice. I mean Lisa grew up with us right like right she's, everyone's gonna be like bring Lisa on the podcast you talk about her too much but so we all slide in I think it was like me no 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 Mum me Lisa Derek Heidi okay this is important i swear to god i'm telling you this for a reason so there's these beautiful shiny wood pews we're sitting there <laughs> we're listening to the to the service and derek shifts in his seat cuz it's getting a little long and then it sounds like he farts but it's just a pew oh my god well lisa fucking lost it they're trying to hold it in and they're looking at each other and I heard it and looked over and I can see them looking at each other, like trying to hold it (laughs) in and I'm trying to hold it in. Nice. And Heidi didn't, I don't know if Heidi just didn't hear it or, if she was just getting mad at us. Right. Because all of us, like the pew was shaking. We were trying to <laughs> hold it in so hard. And my mom's looking over and she doesn't understand what's happening. Cause she was way, way right. over. Right. But like, we finally put all our, like we, like, well, the three of us, Heidi glared at us and mom was confused. But like, we all kind of put our hands on our forehead, put our heads down and made it look like we were sobbing instead because we couldn't hold it in. We were laughing so hard, oh my god. we were crying. Oh, I love it! And like, here's the family of the deceased, fucking like laughing their asses off in the middle Shit. of it. The- it's so inappropriate, but it was one of the funnest memories I have of my childhood. Oh my god, we I I mean, weren't childhood, fuck. I was like early 20s, <laughs> <laughs> round down, round down. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, my God. It was one of the best times I've ever had at a funeral. It was so fun. Yeah, I would have to say that probably tops most funeral experiences. Oh, my God. It was the best. But the look yes. on Heidi's face. Like, I was like, we're going to get murdered when this is over.
1: Yikes. Did she have something to say at the end? Did she read you guys
0: out afterwards? I I don't remember. I think she just told us we were being inappropriate or something.
1: Whatever. Buzzkill. Funerals yeah. already suck. You might as well have a good laugh. hmm Yeah, my grandpa passed away. It was like those Catholic Ukrainian services where they sing. Like the old Ukrainian dude at the front of the church with his arms spread like he's God himself incarnate is singing and he's the worst singer ever. But aren't we all though? Technically. Yeah, technically. Yeah, I guess he just knows. Mm -hmm. But anyway, he's just owning it. True. Good on that guy. Props to you, dude. Yeah, seriously, and father, whoever you are. Yeah, father, whoever you are. I don't remember crazy Ukrainian name, but yeah, it was like it's like a four-hour service. I know. And after one of those, you're like, this isn't. This is actually just funny. Like, is this guy still fucking singing three hours later? Did
0: he at least speak like any English? It was only song. If he said anything, it was just song. Oh wow! See, at least Keith's um, grandpa um, Guido' his funeral. There was a little bit of talking. But it was still all in Ukrainian.
1: Oh, God. Yeah, what good is that?
0: So, and it was very
1: long. Very long. And
0: I was just like, I do not understand a word of no. what is happening. I don't know. Are we praying? Are we standing? Are we sitting? Like, exactly. I don't know. But. It takes the heaviness out of the loss, though, because you're like, what the fuck even is this? I remember mm-hmm. just, like, giggling. I'm like, this is weird. Yeah. Well, at the end, I was just like, okay, are we almost done? It's been two hours. And I really have to pee. But yeah. I can't stand up and go. You know? yeah. I'm just, yeah. Does anybody else feel me like that? Yeah. You know, you guys ever been to a Ukrainian Catholic funeral? <laughs> yeah. Let us know. The weddings are equally as weird. Yeah. Ukrainian Orthodox and <sighs> stuff. And yeah, wow. I've never been to one of those weddings, but
1: you yeah. we like a twice removed cousin or something. And I don't know. it was just a piece appeal to her grandparents. Cause she obviously is not a practicing Ukrainian Orthodox but I went to her wedding and they like talk about like bearing the fruit of your loins and fertility and I was like
0: oh barf. Ew. <laughs> barf. <laughs>
1: this
0: is the two childless ones. <sighs> Ew. I was like this is really inappropriate. Yeah. It was a weird time. Downright pornographic, really. Yeah. of your Ew. loins. Ew. Yeah, seems just I feel dirty. uncomfortable. I know. I did too. It was a I really mean, weird time. I'm not a prude, but seems like the wrong time for a wedding.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's just weird as
0: hell. Weird. Yeah, pretty much. Huh. Okay. Well, that was a tangent. Yeah. As per usual, there's always a few of those. We're going to go through about six or seven of these probably this time around. Totally. (laughs) Get a snack. Yeah. Sit down, kids. Let's get into it. (laughs) Popcorn. Yep. Snack, a drink. Yeah
1: yeah i don't even know where to start like i said my brain's like mush right before we started recording this was literally this morning that all these things happened to me so that i'm here and i'm like yeah like, what are we doing <laughs> like there's like nothing going on in there you what's know, my like, name like homer simpson and those shows where he's got like just one guy like bopping around up there like dancing i'm like that's what's happening in my brain right now except they're probably crying
0: dancing. <laughs> i love it okay this is probably before your time <sighs> But that just reminded me, do you remember an old TV show called Herman's Head? I remember seeing it around, but I didn't watch it. I wouldn't know. I used to watch it. It was good shit. Um, Because, like, there's four people inside his head. Oh, nice. And, like, you saw their versions of, like, him interacting (laughs) with life and stuff. It was so funny. And speaking of Simpsons, the one girl who was in his brain, I don't remember any characters names or anything, but, like, her, she was a voice of lisa simpson i think oh nice i think or somebody one of the simpsons i recognized i was like that sounds like lisa simpson and that's how i got started watching the show oh nice yeah i no, i never
1: seen it but that's yeah it reminds me of that show uh oh, i can't remember what it's called but it's like a kid show and it's like all about the emotions that the little
0: girl has oh like yeah, joy yeah yeah, yeah. And anger and... yeah that's what it reminded me of yeah oh, God, what's it called Oh, I know what you're talking about though. I know. I'm sure everyone does. And everyone's
1: like, oh my god. They're just
0: screaming, it's
1: this! It's <laughs> just like at a loss remember. There's only a person sitting What's inside my head right with now. You? Yeah. <laughs> Alternating between laughing, dancing, and probably crying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <sighs> it's a hot mess up there. Yeah. But that is the nature of um
0: of the awakening, really. Indeed. It's a fucking roller coaster. It it, it that is absolutely true and roller coaster is actually an excellent way of describing it yes I agree but that's half the fun really it's all how you look at it
1: it is and it's like you know we were talking again before we hit record like I'm not having a good day today kind of sucks and it started last night but I was kind of like waiting for this breaking point like I was just like the last I don't even know since like March or February, it's gotten heavy and light throughout the whole time, but it's just been like, I'm doing really awesome. And then I'm kind of having a frustrated day and then I'm doing really awesome. And then I'm frustrated. And then it's kind of like, I was like, okay, like there's obviously something like seething beneath the surface that Mm -hmm. I can't figure out. And I was trying, like, I'd be like, I'm going to release this. I'm going to meditate on that. And I just couldn't like get my hands into it. Like I was like, what's the issue. And then it's just like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Just comes and slaps you in the face on the full moon, I guess. And I was like, oh, and you know, it's like it sucks, but I'm just grateful to finally be like, oh okay. Because once you understand, ding ding ding. Yeah, for me, it's like understanding is key. As soon as I know what the problem is, I can start to like work through it. But if it's like a research reconnaissance mission for like five years, fuck, it's you can't get
0: through it. (laughs) Like, yeah. Like, I, I don't know, I feel this sounds so bizarre to say out loud. But um, I kind of feel almost lucky that I had, like, that severe mental breakdown. But at the same time, I'm like, Ugh, what I wouldn't give for another one of those right now. I feel
1: you kind Like, it's, like, a really sick and twisted thing to say, but it, like...
0: But, I mean, you... Like, it brought so much... I mean, it was shitty for a long time. Like, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't quite want one like that again. Mm-hmm. But it brought a certain level of clarity and it brought a certain level of freedom and it brought a certain level of knowing. And it's, I'm just, I'm craving that again. Yeah. So I'm, I mean that tells me I got some digging to do. Right. But I'm like, Hmm. You almost just want it to come exploding out and be like, no, yes. we're here to ruin your life. Well, exactly. And I'm kind of like, like, if I don't do the digging, will I get another one of those? <laughs> just purging it down like on purpose. <laughs> I mean, you know. But don't do that because that's not healthy. No. no. Find someone who can help you figure it out. Exactly.
1: Speed the process up if yeah. you can. Because otherwise it just comes out in unpredictable ways. Like I was talking to my partner earlier because he obviously can see I was like a hot mess express today
0: hot mess express <laughs> oh my god we need merch hot mess yes. express oh, please. <laughs> oh I love it
1: yeah That no, basically it signs that sums up what I'm feeling today and and he's kind of like he's like at least you're like putting the work in and I was like yeah and I was like the sole key reason that I'm putting the work in though is because you just actually can't bury it like, it just comes out and pokes its ugly head in really unexpected circumstances. Because believe it or not, this all happened from a very unexpected circumstance. And I was like, fuck, oh, here we go. And it was almost like such a shitty experience. I was like, yeah, this is a test. yeah <laughs> And I, I don't even know. I think I'm passing. It doesn't feel like fucking passing, but I think I'm passing. But you never – it never does. No, I swear when you're – and, like, this is another thing that you have to undo in your spiritual awakening. When you're in, like – you're you're like I'm just thinking about grade school even or just like be pre-spiritual awakening you think that you're doing well based on matching yourself to some sort of marker like oh I got an A on my test or I got a promotion at work got a raise I got married and it's always these like joyous occasions but in the spiritual awakening I feel like your success is measured by like almost the opposite like the breakdowns and the breakthroughs and the epiphanies that ruin your life and you're like So it doesn't feel like winning or advancing, but you are once Mm -hmm. you come
0: out the other side. Breakdown, breakthrough. Yes. But that's, you know what, to be fair though, for some of you sitting there going, oh my God, I haven't had a breakdown. What? Doesn't mean you're not going through an awakening either. Oh yeah, that's true. Like just because this was our experience does not mean that yours is going to be like that. True. Or that it has to be like that. I feel like there's a certain level of competition. Mm. when it comes to these things. True. You know, it's, and like, shadow work is a buzzword. hmm And, I mean, it was originally coined, I think, by Carl Jung. Yeah. And it was to describe, basically, the ego self is what it was. Yeah. You know, like your I... ego, your shadow, right? So, if you guys are sitting back wondering what an ego is, equate it to the shadow, because it's very similar. Yeah right just to make to simplify like ego shadow
1: yeah right? and i think he was using it actually in the description of you have your shadow self and then your front stage self
0: mm-hmm. i remember learning i remember learning about that in university yeah and then your your conscious awareness and your unconscious awareness yeah. where your conscious awareness i mean when we're awake are okay this is the awakening part follow me here if you can so when you're awake like not not sleeping, you know, you're awake, your conscious mind can only accept certain stimuli. Right? It's like, I know what I'm thinking, I can speak what I'm thinking, I'm taking in what I'm seeing. And only to a certain degree, because that's all I can compute in this exact moment. Right? Whereas your unconscious self takes in everything that happens at all times. So just because you didn't necessarily register the sirens that were going on in the background as they were driving down the street, your unconscious self did, Mm -hmm. you know? um, All these these other stimuli that are happening as you're awake, your sleeping self is absorbing it, right? That's why sometimes when we dream, it's like, oh, why did I dream of... you know, like sirens, or a fire. Well, that's because your unconscious mind registered those sirens that happened at two o'clock in the afternoon, when you were having coffee with your friend. Mm-hmm. Right? So, but what happens when we start to awaken is what we can compute what we can um, accept, our conscious mind flips almost, it's almost like your unconscious mind takes the driver's seat. And what does the sleep state do? Well, you're awakening from that sleep state mm-hmm. and your your consciousness is growing. So you're more aware of these things and it expands. Am I making sense? Yep. Okay. I'm channeling again and I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm talking bullshit right now. <laughs> but it does. Your consciousness expands. That's the whole... like. Spiritual awakening is your awakening from a more sleep state, which just means in simple terms, your consciousness is becoming more aware of the unconscious stimuli you were already absorbing.
1: Yes. Yeah. That's really well said actually. Fuck. Yeah. Like that flip. Oh God. And then you have to start like, yeah. Processing all the things that you've essentially been ignoring or overlooking or not not I don't even say you're just not aware of it right it's almost like an awareness it's not overlooking it's you weren't even aware that it was there yeah you just weren't what conscious yeah of it yeah exactly you're just asleep
0: to it if you will
1: and I it's yeah like everyone's spiritual awakening is really so different but if you are not having some bumpy roads uh, it's like I have to be honest you're missing something
0: (laughs) (laughs) or you're or you're you're very lucky that you awakened early enough that you haven't had the experiences that maybe somebody awakening in their 40s right had. Right, right right like let's say you start awakening at 14 you are not going to have the same kind of rough That's ride true. as someone who in their 30s had
1: that is freaking true I f- and you know what's interesting I feel like I was awake really young externally Like, I was questioning everything, Um, not a fan of the government, not a fan of anything, when I was super, super, super young. Like, I was, like, yeah, like, 14 or 15, and I was, like, researching conspiracy theories and stuff, and it wasn't like I was ever really aware of what a spiritual awakening was at that time. It was just, like, this doesn't make any sense, but – Only as of, like, the last couple years have I actually had to assess, like, my internal life, like, my family dynamics and my limiting belief systems and all the things that I've kind of buried. And I'm like, oh,
0: my God. That's just it. That's just it. Because your consciousness is shifting, right? Sure, it's great. Your consciousness at a young age, which makes sense, right? It looks outward. like, And it's great. You start questioning things, as one should. You should always question all of the time. But don't forget to turn the questioning inward. Exactly, order, and I right? feel sometimes that
1: people do miss that. Yeah, like they're like, "No, I'm really aware of what's going on externally. I'm aware of 5D. I'm aware of the corruption. I'm aware of the, you know, media control. I'm aware of all these things." And it's like that's a huge part, component of being conscious, right? Because you have to, mm-hmm. you have to do. But it's it's both at some point. But it's not a race. No, it doesn't matter when you decide to reflect on any of it, and it almost it never really ends. You're always going to be, like, assessing and learning.
0: And here's the thing. I'm so aware of when I say that now. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's not like, I've healed this part of me. I'm never going to get triggered by this again. I wish. That is a fucking lie, my friends. <laughs> right? a joker over here just laughing hysterically? <laughs> like, <laughs> it is. It's a fucking lie. But it's how much you were triggered and what you do with that trigger that shows your growth. It's not like, Oh, that doesn't trigger me anymore. da, Which is what we're led to believe. Yes. And that's not the truth at all. So the next part we need to discuss when it comes to spiritual awakening is taking responsibility for our own part in all of our life. Yes. We are conditioned. And again, your conditioning is part of your shadow, right? Or your ego. We are conditioned to believe that things happen to us. Mm -hmm. And not to say that that never necessarily happens. However, you are in control of how you deal with things. How you contribute to extenuating circumstances. That's the big one. Are you going to... Let your ego take the seat and operate from a place of defense and, you know, freak out and yell? Are you going to run away and hide and play the victim? Or are you going to accept responsibility for, okay, this is my part in this and I realize that, you know, and maybe you did freak out initially because that's, we, I mean, we're, we're human, we get surprised, mm-hmm. you know, but. Are you willing to go, okay, I behave badly. And I, how can I problem solve this going forward? You know? Yeah. Because you're acknowledging, okay, I I let my feelings out. Maybe not in the best way possible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) However, I acknowledge I kind of fucked that up a little bit. But I'm still going to allow myself to feel what I feel. However, going forward, how can I improve the situation? Exactly.
1: And from a karma perspective, this is something that I talk about with my clients, especially in a lot of the programs that I running and have coming. And again, this is a karma perspective. So Randy, when she's working in her consciousness is very like, we're dealing with the bullshit in this fucking life right here, right now, Yeah, which is really important. And I'm dealing with a lot of our past life bullshit that comes over. And they're really one and the same. It's the fucking same shit, different storyline. Yeah. So in the karma perspective, you have created every mess you've ever been a part of. And it's just because karma is mirroring you. So, and then it compounds because karma isn't like, oh, you're Randy in this lifetime. And we're Beatrice in that lifetime. And Elizabeth in that lifetime. It's just like, you're or Mark. Yeah. Or Mark. <laughs> yeah, like you're You're a fucking soul you are just one being different name, different body. So different timeline. yeah, different timeline. So when you come into a new life, you a knew exactly who your parents were going to be knew at least what your childhood traumas were going to be, because that is very left to fate, because we don't have a lot of, well, kids actually do have a lot of awareness. But anyway, you lots of your childhood traumas are already pre disclosed. And a lot of your big major events are also pre planned. And Most of it is you working out your past life karma because you fucked it up 39 times.
0: You didn't learn this lesson over and over and over again.
1: Yes. So even though we only have an awareness of what this life is presenting to us and it feels very much like we've been victimized, we karmically manifested that situation a long time ago. And sometimes it's as simple, like as Randy said, it's not that you personally put your hand up and is like, I'd like to be abused today. You didn't do that. You abused yourself first and set the fucking tone for how everyone else is going to treat you. And then, you know what? You also didn't do anything about it. And sometimes that speaks volumes that there was an abuse scenario that came forth and someone actually just exerted their free will to harm you. And it wasn't pre-planned, but then, we choose to do nothing about it, which is just as big of a co-creation
0: mechanism as anything else. And that, to be fair, just to jump in, perhaps in the past, like, let's say, you know, this, I mean, let's, abuse is pretty regular. Yeah. Especially in past timelines. And you, it's beautiful to see, like, we are slowly correcting that as mm-hmm. humanity now. Yes. Like, things are getting less and less, you know, acceptable. Yes. And they're getting more talked about. But just because back, you know, let's say way back when, everything is a choice, but you chose not to disclose it because it was safer for you at that time. Well, that's not to say you made a horrible decision. Mm -hmm. It just means you're meant to correct that same pattern over and over again until you put that to bed. Yeah. Doesn't mean that you didn't gain insight. It doesn't mean that you you know, divine timing, right? Mm-hmm. You need you need to learn those lessons. So maybe there was something else in that shitty lifetime that you did put to bed. Oh, yeah. Great. Now next one we'll work on these five things. We didn't deal with the other one. Yes.
1: And it's not as inherently dramatic as it sounds. And honestly, like, I'm at this place. Like, it's a full moon and I had a really fucked up morning. So now I kind of feel like I'm like, fuck you guys. Like, I'm telling truth problems all over the place. But, like... I love it. It's not to belittle your experience because that's not fair either. It doesn't feel funny and like a joke while we're here. It feels fucking heavy, but it's, it's not that big of a deal to be honest with you. Like it feels like a big deal, but like when you're to your higher self, it just thinks you're being a baby. Like, it's like, Oh my God, get over yourself, figure this out. This is like a playground where you learn insight and try to, you don't even learn, you see how you're gonna show up and create yourself in the process. So I've met people that karmically, like when it comes to triggers and healing, have willingly not, they've they've got karma to clear and they need to subject themselves to this nonsense, or I've just met really powerful, strong motherfuckers who can take on a difficult incarnation for the team. They're like, ooh, I know that that body is gonna get abused as a child, I'm going to incarnate into that because I can handle it and I'm going to sustain the abuse. I'm then going to heal from it and be a beacon for others. I meet people that do that all the time and they are very much people that are not aware that they do that for the collective. So it's not just uh, you did this to yourself, but otherwise you signed up for this cause you're strong enough to take it. Mm-hmm. Like you can look at it that way too.
0: But it's so true. We do not ever give ourselves enough credit. Mm
1: -mm.
0: And again, that's a condition that was conditioned out of us. Yep. Conditioned out of stepping into our power. And we were conditioned out of um, all sorts of different things. Really?
1: This is where my joke, my joker laughter came in this morning when I was just going through it. And then all of a sudden you kind of come to, and you're like, I fucking signed up for this. I asked for this to happen. These were going to be my family members. This was going to be the shit I was dealing with in this lifetime. And then I'm like, why? Like, it's just almost like there's a, a level of hilarity to it. I'm like, what the fuck was that? Like in the moment, you're like, what the fuck was I thinking? And then it's just like, like, <sighs> like, honestly, it's just, Yeah, we're conditioned to like look away from our power and look away from like the strength that was inherent within us and all of the things we have accomplished in the past of this life and in others. Mm -hmm. We just wipe it away because we had one bad experience and then we just eat that shadow for
0: lunch every goddamn day. (laughs) So here's where things shift, though. The most important thing is perception. Okay, so, how are we going to look at it? we've We've talked about how we take responsibility, even if it's something that came out of the blue and happened to you, mm-hmm.
1: you know, like somebody
0: came and randomly burned your house down or whatever it yeah. is. Okay. So, how can I look at this? We are ingrained now, and this is the ego, and this is society, and this is, you know, like I'm a victim. Woe is me. Life is shit blah, blah, blah. So we're feeding into that side. So I want you to think of your, how am I going to put this? Okay. So we have our ego or shadow, whatever, use whatever word is more comfortable for you. Cause I know ego really triggers a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So you have your one side and then you have your soul side. Okay. Your shadow and your soul, right? So you have a choice of how you're going to react. Now, truth bomb here, because this is all about the truth bombs. Mm -hmm. We are souls, first and foremost, but we've forgotten that. Now, souls operate from a place of pure, unadulterated love and compassion. That does not mean they're pushovers. That does not mean anything of the sort. Okay. And if you can hear my neighbor cutting their grass, I apologize. <laughs> but we need to shift our perception. Are we going to look through it for through a more negative shadow side or a soul lighter side? Exactly. Right? We have that choice. And a lot of things I do with my clients is we learn to flip our own experiences and look at them through a more loving lens. Right? So, yeah, these shitty things happen to you. How can we look at them instead of through that I've been hurt and life is shit Mm -hmm. lens to a, you know, more loving perspective of, okay, this happened to me, but I need to look at this, Mm
1: -hmm. you know? And when I flip the perceptive or perceptions with the people I work with, it's usually a, it's like similar, but like in different terminology. So it's like, you can look at it in that, abdicating responsibility i was victimized this isn't my fault i was betrayed blah 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 but you're looking down a really bleak that ego path of like doom and gloom and dark and shadow yeah and when you do that you're setting the pace for manifestation whether you want to call it karma the law of attraction manifestation you have set the tone that i wasn't a part of this mess at all Therefore, I am not looking for solutions because it wasn't on me. So you will perpetuate the cycle of victimization and that people come at you. So you like I tell people like look the other way that if you just had one piece of that puzzle, whether it was allowing, abdicating responsibility, co-creating, being a pushover, whatever it was. If you just turn your head slightly the other direction and look at it more and like, all right, I see the little tiny part I had to play in that. And then you're kind of like, hey, if I created that mess somehow, some way, or I allowed that mess some way, somehow, I then am now part of the solution. And then you've totally shifted how karma is going to work and perceive you, or the law of attraction is going to work and perceive you. Suddenly it's like, okay, now we're solution-based versus perpetuating victimization faced so now the universe is throwing you like options to get out and suddenly it's not so heavy and like you can even when i'm talking about it feel that that shift in perception like it's 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 a game changer like when you just are like you know i was even if you just give yourself i'm not saying this is correct one percent of the accreditation for what just happened over there it immediately like well i better get working on some fucking solutions here because i was a part of that mess Mm -hmm. And I would say you're worth more than 1% of any scenario that you're a part of. Even if you just were one of those volunteers that took a hard incarnation. That was 100% you still. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's like, imagine if you're one of those brave souls that did that. That's amazing. You need to be crediting yourself instantly for what you've done. For the collective.
0: Yeah. And what you endure. Yes. So... Let's say, yes, Something, somebody wronged you. And you could go through that rabbit hole of I was wrong and this, that, and this, that, and the other thing. I didn't ask for this. This is what happened to me. This was the outcome. You know, I got traumatized. I ended up in the hospital. I lost my family. I lost my work. I lost my house. You know, those are tragic. Yep. But it's like, am I going to sit and hate on this other person that caused this? Or am I going to forgive them for what they've done to me and the situations that they put me in? Mm -hmm. Because I recognize that they also have a life that I'm not aware of. They too have conditioning. They too have their own backpack of crap that Mm -hmm. could have brought this on. You know, it could have been a million and one different things. And I can choose to accept them that they made a mistake and, you know, Mm -hmm or I can just continue to blame them. And then I suffer.
1: Yeah. And you know, like when you say that it, it also makes me think of when you blame, you're giving someone else the power over your life.
0: Yeah. Don't let
1: them have it forever. In that moment, they may have taken your power. Do not give it to them forever. Take it back. Be the power in your own
0: story. Be the role model for yourself. And here's the thing. Here's another thing I tell, I told one of my clients this week, Forgiveness is not for the other person. Right. Forgiveness is for you. And just because you forgive someone does not mean that you excuse them. Mm-hmm. That's an important thing. Forgiveness does not mean um, that they're excused. Yeah. Wow, well, that ever true. But that's yeah. their part to accept responsibility for.
1: Does that make sense? Yes. And I mean, like, I, this just reminds me of something and I feel like it's like the perfect day to also just bring it up briefly. And I'm not going to speak to it any more than this one single sentence because I am like the least educated person on this subject. I'm just an observer looking in. But when you look at like the indigenous people of our country and all of the fucking horrible things that have happened to them and that are coming out right now, all they're asking for
0: is fucking reconciliation. An acknowledgement? Can we just, they had it so fucking, and see, here's the thing, and I, I talk about this a lot, <sighs> how far we've slipped, Yes. that that is acceptable at any point, at any point, you know, and whether it's now people, you know, in the background of, you know, developing things that they know are going to harm people whether it be mm-hmm. weapons or whatever mm-hmm. there's like that disconnect mm-hmm. you know again another mass grave with the residential yeah. schools yeah. how was that ever okay and how like what happened and again i'm going to flip this and look at it in a more loving perspective mm-hmm. what happened and what messages were brought in that allowed these people to believe that this was okay.
1: I honestly will never know, but clearly
0: somebody indoctrined them somewhere because that is honest. And then but I they honestly it. believe that this is for the greater good, right? Yes. So as much as we can sit and, and, yes. and say this is wrong, and I mean and it is, yes. yeah. we know this. These people still believed that what they were doing was correct. Oh my god. As convoluted yeah. and deluded as it is. They still believed that they were doing doing the good thing for these people.
1: Oh, my God. And it just shows you, like, how – and this is actually something that comes up in the Akashic Records. It's called an implanted program. And it's when our soul – like. and this is thinking about the people that commit these atrocious crimes and how they just didn't see that it was an issue. They were like, we're working in honor of God and
0: we're doing it correct. Think about how many wars were waged in the name of
1: God. And implants, these implanted programs come up a lot of times in war stories. So the human being inside of the indoctrined body, their soul is fucking screaming at them. And it's like, you shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be doing this. But we feel that we don't have like options, I guess. Or we feel our life depends on it, our sanctity. And then we start to like rationalize it. And you literally can formulate, this is a real thing, it's called an etheric implant. And it's like a piece of software that you will plug into your soul and it will begin to override your soul's programming. So people that were committing those atrocities, I can only imagine that they had an implanted program from like lifetimes ago because I don't know how they would have manifested that. But it'll do that to you. And it's not an excuse because... Again, forgiveness is not an excuse. You can still hear the soul screaming somewhere in there, but you will continuously select the program.
0: This is what I, this is what I was trying to get to originally. We have been bred to kill the soul over years and years and years. So it used to be mind, body and spirit, even when it came to health and you know, health care, things like that. All three of those were considered. The spirit side has been left yeah and then it almost like because what does that do that connects you to your soul it connects you to oh wait a minute this is wrong yep and so it's overridden because it was bred out of us and now it's coming back so many more people are awakening to this and that is huge that that spells big trouble oh god yeah big trouble. and
1: then look at how history is repeating though because Mm -hmm. guess why we selected to genocide a group of people historically not just in our country this is what we do what humanity does in every fucking over and culture. over and over again we will kill the people who are still connected to their soul because those people cannot be controlled they know what they are they know their power and honestly that's the fucking most disturbing part about all of that's it. the most dangerous type of person it is the most disturbing thing we should all be fucking alarmed that we live in a society where that is what was going on Ugh, it's crazy
0: it is crazy this turn this took a turn yeah what are you even talking about <laughs> i don't know i don't know how this turn did well this. it was
1: you talking about forgiveness oh yeah for the other it's for you it is it and is that's like a very much like in indigenous teaching and it's just mm-hmm. coming out loud and clear right now yeah. and i was like you know this is something that's politically happening in our environment and i don't like to get political but this like it just like deeply stirs my soul and i was like i feel like we have to like acknowledge what's going on and they this is just a perfect example of somebody that's searching to give to forgive, mm-hmm. because they're operating that that person, you know, that they're operating from a place of that awareness. Yeah, and it's not for the other people, because no, to, to be fucking completely honest with you, I don't think the other people, like the people committing these crimes, actually deserve
0: forgiveness. You guys, you you holding a grudge against another person only hurts you. Exactly. Guess what? They don't give a fuck. Yeah. They don't. No. But because you they have suffer. that
1: ingrained belief that that what they were doing is right. Your yeah. grudge is never going to change. Your grudge is never going to change the dialogue that that person holds. If anything, directing anger is only going to reaffirm that they that anyone in any scenario has made the right choice. And I see it all the time because there are like there are people that thrive off of you squirming in your seat. So holding a grudge is only, like, this is just speaking of, just like, thinking, some- of, thinking of my personal experience, even from, like, today. If I wanted to hold a grudge against this person or this scenario, like, it's only giving that person power over me. It's only taking and draining and depleting my energy. And for all I know, the person that created, that triggered this havoc internally could really love that power. They could love watching me squirm in my seat and cry all morning. I refuse to let them have that. <laughs> like...
0: Well, exactly. Yes. But I think it was just very important that we brought up that forgiveness is not for the other person. No. And it's very clear. And, and we like, we're conditioned the opposite for a reason. Oh God. Yeah. So crazy. So crazy. Sorry guys, I got a bit heavy, a little bit. We were not expecting that, but you know what? It clearly you guys needed to hear it.
1: Yeah, and the energy like I was just like the, the energy right now is just collectively heavy. Like everyone I talked to is just like an emo kid right now. So
0: yeah, Sounds it's just got to
1: be what's happening right now out there, I guess. Yeah. Really all speak it, purge it,
0: let it go. Yeah. So now I want to jump into at least in my opinion, or at least in my experience. Um, cause everybody's different and I recognize that, but my husband and I both feel the same way about this. The number one hardest part of awakening is dealing with the people who are still asleep. Yep. I just, I can't, there's some days where I'm like, how do you, how do you not see what's literally right in front of you? How do you choose to stay sleeping? You know, or and then
1: secondly, why are you choosing to bark up my tree about it? I don't see it the same way, and you fucking know that. Oh yeah. Don't come over here looking for a pity party because I only throw those for myself. <laughs> like-
0: or you know, don't come pick a fight with me when you oh, know, I know that we have a difference of opinion. For real. Yeah. But the hardest part is I find I find like I've I've always had this problem though, to be fair, but it's like a hundred times worse. Small talk for me.
1: <gasps> I was just thinking that. I went out into the the normie world mm-hmm. on Saturday last week. Hashtag normie. Yeah, hashtag normie into the normie world last week. There was like this nice little street fair in our community and it was awesome. And like I had to shut her down We like weren't even done what we were doing. And I was like, I am so overwhelmed. But secondly, I cannot tell any more people about how the sky is blue today. Like I hate small talk. It drains the living life out of me and it's just the worst.
0: Yeah. Don't tell me about your grandkids when I'm checking out at the fucking grocery store. I don't care. And I know that sounds very insensitive, and I know that sounds very rude. However, that being said, um, it doesn't change how I feel. Mm-hmm. I would rather have zero conversation than, uh, that sounds so snobby, lower myself. But when I say lower myself, I mean lower my vibration. hmm because I know we've talked about this in the past about yeah. how like talking to the normie world, it's like, I don't even know what to say. Uh-huh. So to try and think that hard to lower my vibration down to where I'd make sense to somebody else doesn't interest me. It's a waste of time. And some, it's a waste of energy.
1: Yes. And sometimes I feel like I come off really insensitive because when you're like trying to, and it sounds so terrible. So I don't like, like I try to, when I talk about vibration, I don't talk about higher and lower, even though that's kind of what's happening. I try to look at it in like the frequency of color because yeah. colors are really even. So when you go into like, I don't know, the mainstream community, let's just say everyone's Vibrating at a frequency of blue and yeah, you used to be blue But now you've like morphed into yellow or something and then it's like you for me It's like I have to you have to go out and I can you you know You're protecting your yellow color because you're not interacting with anybody and then people start to come in these these blue energies And I feel like I come off Insensitive because I'm not asking the same genuine questions about someone else's life because I can't shift to blue fast enough so it sounds like I'm people are asking me questions and I'm answering and then I can't formulate the questions in my mind so it's a very one-sided conversation so true and I've I've talked about this in the past that I Man, I just, like, overthink everything. So then after that, I'm like, oh, my God, I was a dick. And oh, my God, this. And it's just, like, this fucking spiral of straight nonsense. And I'm not – I've never been interested in, like, gossip or, like, who's who and things like that. So it's just – man, it is hard work. And then you just get, like – you feel like a weirdo. Then I start to get, like, I'm weird and – oh, and it's just, yeah. I just – it's exhausting. Yeah. And it's hard because – in your awakening process guess who your shift who's probably still blue like literally your parents or even your siblings and
0: sometimes your spouse
1: yes and then it's really complicated because you start to put a distance between people that you've been indoctrined and trained that you can never put distance between and it's like i struggle with that in, in my life. Like I love my family members, but it's just volatile. Blue people and yellow people don't have anything in common. No, they're both primary colors. They don't have any common ground. You have to talk about only green. Like, it's just like, yeah, you can only talk
0: about green because that's the only thing you can that's a a really small
1: category. And it's like, and then it's like, both of you have to adapt, you know, it's not only is like the yellow person struggling to be green. Or, sorry, struggling to be blue. The blue person is struggling also to connect with you. It's a fucking mess for everybody. And it sucks because it's not... Like, I'm still struggling. Does, does anyone know how to deal with this? Because I'd like to find out. Help, please. Like, my, it's my family. I, it's, sometimes it's hard for me to look at them. Yeah. And watch them struggle. And I don't even know who's right or wrong. Because it's like, I have a big family. There's six total in my immediate family, there's four kids. Me and my sister are like, oh geez, we get it. But then it's like, she lives in Regina and I live up North. So it's like, sometimes it just feels like it's like blue, the blue army versus the one yellow person. And I'm like, I don't think I want to come here anymore.
0: Yeah, it does. <laughs> especially like, yeah, if you're the only one who's awake, it can almost feel like you're ganged up on. And a lot of times that happens, like people do, like other family members gang up on you because you're different and they don't realize they're doing it. It's very subtle. Yeah. But they just, they don't even realize energetically that they're feeling that you're different, but they feel that you're different.
1: And honestly, like, I don't even want to say that my whole family has felt I've been different my whole life, but they've consecutively always ganged up on me. I feel like I'm one of those people that's like easy to pick on that's what they always say. Like they would pick on me and pick on me and pick on me and pick on me until I would cry. And I was, they were like my, my uncles, like they were like my, my family, they should have known better. And then everyone's like, you're just easy to pick on. And this is just like, oh man, I always just felt like the weird one. And I've read everyone in my family's Akashic record for the most part. Most of them are all star travelers, but somehow I've been pinpointed and i know you feel the same sometimes you've always been like the
0: one in your family that's a little bit off (laughs) off but you said i think different or blamed i got blamed for everything whether i mean and to be legit let's be honest i will take responsibility a lot of times yeah fuck, i did it i mean i'm sort of my little aquarius moon rebel here but i would i would get told if something, let's say something broke or whatever, my sister would literally say to me, well, I'll just tell them it was you and you know, they're going to believe me. And it was, it would, that's exactly what would happen. I, I learned to just, um, I think I only protested so many times before you just fall before I was just fears. like, where, where I was just like, I'll just, I'll just eat it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Just eat it. Um, but that the problem was it wasn't just for those kinds of things. Like I took that, I'm just going to eat it approach for everything. Mm. Right. That's where my shadow comes from. That's where, you know, it's, it's less energy for me to just let you put this on me Mm. than it is to fight back. It's not worth it to me. Right. So I'm going to let you treat me like a doormat. Right. I'm going to let you treat me like you always have because i never set those boundaries and that's on me yeah you know i could sit and be a victim and be like "Oh, i'm being you know people pick on me or oh i'm always the one who has to do everything or i'm always the problem or i'm always (laughs) this you know it's very easy to run down that and play the victim yep but you know what i will take responsibility and say yeah fuck, i did that i did that i because at the time that was easier for me. That was the lesser of two evils.
1: Yeah, my- which
0: looking back on it is pretty fucked.
1: Oh, God. And it you know, it's the, the funniest part is, is that it's not even funny. It's like this is where that karma comes in again, right? Because it's like we're making these executive decisions as fucking children. Like I started just like I would just let people pick on me, mostly because I just didn't know how to articulate a defense story. I didn't understand why I was getting picked on, or why I was the weird one, or needed to be singled out all the time. But I constantly was. So, what's your defense when it's just like you're just being yourself, and someone feels the need to like, like? What are you? I'm just like that. Like I was so young. So it's like we make these fucking executive decisions as children, and the only way children make these decisions has to be from carryover karma. There's no fucking way that a child should be born with low self-esteem,
0: but. We are all the time because it comes from the past. But that explains why. Okay, so here's a prime example. Yes. Two siblings in the same household. Oh, exactly. Exact same scenario happens to them. Like the same, I don't know, whatever, grandma died or whatever. They work or they react in two separate ways. And you're like, how are you from the same family? Yeah. How many times have you heard that in your life? Well, because your karma is different, your backstory is different, your incarnations are different. You're only put together this time because you got something to learn from each other. Mm -hmm. So that's why everybody's past karma conditioning, all of those things exacerbate the scenario that's happening in this exact moment.
1: And that's why certain things hurt you way harder. Like, I'm sure that other people in my family got poked at for, by my fucking uncles. Love you guys, but what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And, like, they're fine, right? But my collective karma, my collective shadow is that I don't think the authentic me is of any kind of worth to anyone. I think I'm cool, but I don't think that that's ever echoed back to me in any scenario. So then their lies my uncles were just destined to pick on me. I was destined to get that knife stabbed right in that open wound from a past life because I need to deal with it because it's a me problem. Mm-hmm. My uncles make fun of fucking everyone they've ever met in their entire life. And I could, yeah, like Randy said, sit around being like, oh, and sometimes I do say poor me, but I just feel my feelings and we fucking move on until
0: it comes up again. <laughs> so like, and again and again and again. Yes. It's it's something that's just making sense to me now. But right? do you find that each time this comes up now you're you're reacting differently? Oh yeah, right? totally.
1: And even today was the first day that I ever put together all the pieces of the puzzle and I was like, "Oh, I get it now." So now hopefully we'll really be able to start closing the chapter versus just ch- like closing out paragraphs. If that makes sense.
0: Oh yeah, you're closing the book, not just the chapter.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's not it's not my fucking uncle's problem. It's not anyone's problem but my own. And until we realize that our awakening, our knowledge, our consciousness gets
0: stunted. Another thing that we need that we're again, and this is drilled into us again. This is this is a big societal conditioning. We are not responsible for anybody else but ourselves. Think about it. You are you were grown up with, oh, how would that make somebody feel if you said that to them? Mm -hmm. you know how um you have to do this because it's for the greater good of everybody else well to what detriment if i if my soul is saying this is not okay for me just because everybody else thinks that it's good for everybody else doesn't mean that i should go against my own morals and my own belief systems to make you feel better
1: And it just goes to show you that, like, we're battling an uphill thing because we have to undo all this conditioning. Like, Mm -hmm. even that simple thing where it's, like, you can't just leave extra food on your plate because there's starving people across the world. So you force yourself to eat
0: things. And feel sick. And feel sick.
1: And then it's, like, that's a program that I – and I don't know if you can say the same, Randy, but, like, I'm still fucking undoing that. I feel guilty sometimes about choosing myself. It's like I had one appointment today that I was supposed to perform. Might I remind you how my mornings went? (laughs) Do you think I should be reading anyone's Akashic record today? Hell no. I am not in the proper framework. And it's like I still feel guilty because I have let someone else's expectations down. And it's like, that's something that we're socially conditioned to be. And just Mm -hmm. like, could you imagine? And I'm so, like, if you're a parent and you're in this energy world, I know that you are trying to undo this because you're probably somewhat aware of it. And I am so excited for the kids that are going to, or the adults that are going to come in the future because they are not going to be backing down for the sake of everybody else. Yeah. Because when you do that, you are saying everyone else is more important or worthy than this outcome than I am. I'll just... Eat that because yeah. I'm not
0: the same value as everybody else. See, is it's it goes all over and we do that. How much let us know in like interact with us, send us emails, send us social media posts, whatever. What do you eat? Like, and when we talk eat, you know what we mean. Yeah. We're not like, I like a hamburger. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's it's like, no, I I eat my shame for going against my own belief systems. Yes. Even though like, and that's a big one what do you okay so now we're gonna just chit chat here for a bit and lighten it up a little bit maybe yeah like, sorry we've guys. been saying this forever that it just keeps getting it's like impossible deeper. i'm like a rainy <laughs> cloud <today. laughs> but what what is your how am i gonna put this in, in the right wording that it makes sense um what do you feel the most since your awakening like is it guilt is it shame is it pride? Like, what emotion would you say is the hardest for you to grip or let go of, maybe? <sighs> I that was complete opposites. Grip or let go of. But you know what I mean. I do. I would
1: say guilt that turns into this, like inner boxing match there's like two of me and we are just constantly arguing about what the proper thing is to do and it's yeah like that overriding with that soul screaming back to you
0: so my, your soul and your ego is duking it out my constantly. soul
1: and my ego are battling hardcore every day my soul is like Bitch, and ladies and
0: gentlemen that is a spiritual awakening in a nutshell <laughs> yeah
1: pretty much honestly you know, my soul is like, girl, go outside. And then I'm like, oh, I have things to do. And they're like, do you really? Time's not real. Like, why don't you just honor yourself for once? And then people are calling me and they're like, hey, we should do this. And I'm like, I don't really want to hang out with that person. And like, it is, I'm talking about some of my family members. And then I'm just like, oh, like, man. And then my my ego comes in and is like, bitch, you better work hard. You created this business and now you just want to go roll around in the dirt? Like, get going. You're going to blow your cover here. And then my soul's like, oh, you're killing me. And then I go hang out with these people and then I die a little bit more inside. And then my soul is just like, what the fuck are you doing?
0: Your soul's like, and what did we learn? Yeah. From this? this
1: isn't worth it. Yeah. And like listening to my intuition, like yesterday I overrided it hard. I just had like a really bad feeling. and It wasn't, I went out for dinner with my mom and it wasn't the, the connecting with my mom thing that actually like wasn't the issue at the time. And I was like, "Oh, I just have a bad feeling about this. And I went anyway. And it was a fucking, it was a massacre. And I was like, "Mm." and then I heard my guides be like, that's one of the things you had to learn today is you can't just be ignoring your intuition all the time. Yeah. See, everyone's just fighting. I mean, it's okay to say no. Yeah. Everybody's just fighting all the time in there. And it's just like the tension. Like it's not, I can listen to them banter. But it's like the tension that it starts to create, right? Like your body gets tense, your jaw is clenching, you get headaches then. And then it's like, you know, you're not doing things correctly. But my, my ego's response is like, let's just distract ourselves with working really hard. And then we just bypass the problem and ignore things. And it's like, oh my God.
0: Hmm. God damn it. What about you? Oh fuck, I wasn't prepared for it to actually be asked back to me. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. and i threw it back real quick I was uh, like oh, yeah what about you um i don't know like i don't like if you were to ask me when I was younger yeah I had a lot of guilt or like feelings of obligation same um but now like i'm in a very strange part of my awakening i don't have guilt
1: Give that to me. I need it.
0: Um, I need it. But I mean, hey, I went through a lot to get to this point because yes. I felt guilty for everything all the time. Yes. So this is a nice place to be. Yeah, I'm gonna get there. Yes, you will. Um, I don't feel guilt, I don't feel shame, but I'm at a point where it's frustration with myself. Mm. Right? So it's like I'll <laughs> it's my own self judgment and my own self critical stuff. Cause it's like, well, you've come this far, you can go further. You like, you have growth to do bitch. Like <laughs> don't just rest on your laurels, you know, but I'm, I'm, I'm not, um, it's allowing myself that time to go, okay, I can just be here. Mm-hmm. You know, I can just be here and, you know, enjoy this, how far I've come. Mm-hmm before I pressure myself to keep going. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Cause it's, that's my thing. It's the pressure, the pressuring of myself. It's not even that I'm overly critical. I'm not. Mm. And again, who I used to be, man, I've come a long fucking way, Mm -hmm. but it's the, okay, well you have all these things to do. We need to level up your business. You need to do this and you need to do that. And pressure, 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 pressure which in turn just frustrates me. Um, and then I shut down. Right. So it's the, the learning to back off my own pressure. Cause I can give a fuck if somebody off the street came to me and said, you need to do this and you need to do this. I mean, it used, it would have bothered me before, Mm -hmm. but now I'm like, no, I'm going to listen to myself. The problem is is when my ego cuts in over my soul. and was like, you gotta do this and you gotta do that and you gotta, and says the same thing this person just said. Right, yeah. You know, that's what I suffer with the most.
1: So again, you're battling yourself internally, just like, yeah. yeah. So what did we
0: just say? Ego and soul, duking it out. (laughs) Yes. I feel like like I want a shirt that has like a little white ghost and a little black ghost like <laughs> duking it out with boxing gloves, I love and then it. ego,
1: and then soul. I, like- I love it, and the soul puts up a fight. Like it's not uh-huh. you know like we and we talk about like love and. You know, compassion, we think about these really soft, fluttery things, but, like, no, oh, my no soul way, is fucking sassy in there. Like, it's just as mad as the ego, but it's, like, way more patient and, like,
0: understand. Well, it's coming from a loving place. <laughs> yeah. So it's love versus fear. If, if that's another way you can think about it. it love is. versus fear. So, are you coming from a place of love where i'm going to stick up for myself because i love myself and i deserve these things and i have needs that need to be met as well yes that's a loving lighter place of versus if I don't do this, I'm not going to be loved and people are going to, you know, look at me bad and they're going to judge me and it's that that fear-based of oh my god, this panic yes. versus that more calm, well, no, I deserve this. I'm okay.
1: I deserve this too. Wow, so true. I remember like channeling a while back. Like there's actually two only two channels of decisions. Are you making decisions out of love or fear? Yep. 100%.
0: And that that's ego it. or
1: soul. That's it. Ego or soul, love or fear, that's it. They're Pick like, your terminology you want to use. Exactly. And it's like they say that you reach the highest levels of happiness, success, abundance, manifestation if you make decisions out of love. Mm-hmm. And it's so counterintuitive because my fear-based response would be like work hard go to work get this done anyway grind 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 and the idea is like that is where you'd make the money because you're working so hard for it but that's actually on contrary to the universe's calendar yeah you were gonna then work really hard for every dollar that you make work really hard for every client that you earn and if you make your choices out of like love and flexibility and honoring yeah then your, your cli- you get more flexible clients. You get more honorable like clients that honor your business and honor your space. Like we are just the standard for what we receive in any direction. And it doesn't have to make sense based on the way that we have been conditioned because I think we established that early enough in this podcast that our conditioning serves to keep us
0: controllable. Mm-hmm. That's another big part of the spiritual awakening is you're simply just awakening to your own conditioning. Yes. You're beginning to see it. Yeah. You're beginning to see the world differently, I guess it sounds so like minimal to what it actually is, but it's a huge deal. You start to see it's like somebody removed a film Mm -hmm. off of the world. And you start to see things clearly, and you start to see things in a more defined state. And because you're able to see more clearly, you're able to ask more questions, and you're you're led because mm-hmm. you're seeing these synchronicities, and you're seeing things that make you go, "Huh," oh, Jolie just thought of CNC Music Factory. Things that make you go, "Hmm," <laughs> a make you go, "Hmm," but. <laughs> that's kind of how it starts or at least I don't know how it worked for you looking back now I can see oh I kind of got curiosity about things and I would kind of like go through these little rabbit holes before even my dark night of the soul
1: yeah
0: (laughs) but I thought for the longest time until recently I started with a dark night of the soul which wasn't actually accurate right
1: I feel like because I said I was a conspiracy theorist for a really long time that, like, I was sort of seeing through what I would consider the external film for a while. Did I see things correctly? No. But at least I was looking. My spiritual awakening started when my soul started fucking screaming at me. Like, depression. And, like, it's, like, I'm not happy. I can't, you know, what is Jim Carrey says, like, depression is your soul telling you it's sick of playing that avatar. Yeah that kind of thing it just like like, that description yeah it just got really done and it just started screaming at me and it was to the point where it's like i just can't do this anymore so then yeah like i guess it came with the film was coming down in like the choices i'd make in my personal life yeah looking at those things more critically instead
0: of just always like oh,
1: just look externally all the time i'll never look at this yeah
0: and then the frustration of looking at everybody else going why aren't you just lifting the film
1: yeah man when I handed my two weeks in to tell people I was going back to a restaurant and to do like woo woo work (laughs) man I could just see everybody like wow you're insane but second of all I hope you fail
0: Mm. and then I just like do you think they really thought that or is that your perception because that made it easier to leave
1: uh, I think one person was just like wow you're crazy but there's a lady there's a lady that I used to work with who we fought a lot and we got in tips with like HR and all these kinds of great things so that lady hopes
0: that I would fail but, <laughs> but she think, wasn't a manager she's a coworker, so but I don't think that matters what you were doing I think that's just no.
1: she would have wished me failure in any fucking department yeah anywhere I went she still wishes me failure I'm sure I don't know that's a her problem oh yeah that's she's like one of projections. those projections like, and she's one of those like kind of like nobody people that you're like you're feel like you know there's a there's a famous quote and i think it's by socrates and he says in his trial when they're about to kill him for corrupting the youth he says you guys can say like whatever you want to me but it is impossible for a lesser man to hurt a weak or Hurt, hurt a better man and he was talking about virtue he wasn't talking mm-hmm. about like i'm amazing he's like if yeah I have these muscles yeah like thunder and lightning yeah you know he's like if i hold more virtue than you you can't hurt me and i remember hearing that and i was like i'm never going to forget this and she's one of those like people who has like no virtue so when they throw it's like throwing pebbles at you and they're like take that you bitch and it's like oh that really hurt you know yeah <laughs> deflect deflect
0: deflect yeah totally Anyway, moving on from that, <laughs> um, another thing you're going to probably find is you're going to go down rabbit holes, and you're going to start finding yourself interested in things that maybe you never thought that you would be, or maybe that you were. Your whole life is just you decided to delve into it at this point. Things like tarot, or oracle cards, or crystals, or pendulums, or astrology, like all these things that maybe we're kind of half assed like interested, but we're going to push that to the corner because it's not really, yeah. you know, it's not important right now. And
1: it almost doesn't even make sense to you until you are ready for it. Yeah. Even if you were interested in it your whole life. It doesn't make the real sense. That was yeah. like me and astrology, to be honest. Like I got started with Akashic records and then astrology just felt like fucking reading Chinese to me. I was like, I don't know what this is saying. It still feels like reading understand. Chinese to me. And yeah, I still couldn't read someone's chart. But um our good friend, Emily, who I will need to have, we'll need to have on this podcast. We've talked she, about having her on this she podcast. She is the shit. So um, yeah, she's helped me understand it a little bit more. And we're just speaking of even shadows. So everybody has even like, there's like one of your houses in astrology is the house of the repression or like the dark house or the karma house. Actually, and everybody has like a planet or whatever or a, a ruling house there and I probably don't even know It probably doesn't even make sense on the other well, end Well, there's what I is it? Is I it 12 houses talking. 12 houses and 12 houses like the dark house Yeah, and like
0: each house is like love and money or love house or you know I don't know which one is which but like you Not say, either. you know 12 is like the shadow house.
1: Yeah, I know 12 is like the karma house because obviously it's relevant for me to sometimes check it out because it works with people's karma and just today the irony, like, <laughs>
0: oh, God, here we go. Uh,
1: Randy sends me this thing because she knows I'm having this breakdown in the morning. And it's like, yeah, see where Jupiter is because you're going to get a boost in that house. Jupiter's in my karma house. So I'm not having a good day. I've been boosted in the wrong direction. And then I was like, what the fuck is so bad about Jupiter? It is like the best planet if you want to go out and define planets. I was yeah. like, why do I have such a fucking problem with Jupiter? And I went and I'm like, Jupiter in astrology means... And I was like, oh, this is the problem.
0: Now I got to look which house my Jupiter is in.
1: So Jupiter is like the expansion, the wealth, the joy. Like there's kind of like abundance, success, knowledge. It's like very expansive, but it's also the largest planet. And it's like doesn't it doesn't follow any rules really do you know what i mean it doesn't like get in any i don't even know so i have this fear that if i suddenly become abundant powerful successful my truest self that no one will love me for that version of me and i'm like bitch keep yourself small play it safe have blue people conversations don't ever let your yellow come out and it's like it sounds so stupid to say it out loud, but like I cannot tell you the trauma that this has caused me, feeling that no one will love me when I am my most expansive, limitless self. I don't think like my perception in my head is that people will either be jealous, like even I'll just give you examples <sighs> like I do have sometimes like jealousy issues in in friend groups, and then it feels like you don't have any real friends or like. Um, even, and then it's like, I've dated people that were always like, you're just like, you're too, you, you have too many goals. You're too ambitious. I've even heard, heard people tell me that my intelligence is too intimidating and they didn't want to date me. So it's like not being loved in both aspects. Right. And then even like my partner now who I know loves me so dearly, but he has this perception deeply ingrained with him him, that one day I'm going to outgrow him and leave him. Mm-hmm. So, they're still, even though someone does love me deeply, they're still this scared. I'm too much and I don't feel loved. And for the first time in my life, I was like, holy fuck, I get it. And so that was where I kind of pulled all these things together. And then, just for like in on the little break here for like shits and giggles, we looked at <laughs> Randy's. Oh, God. And this is perfect. She, her, her planet is Mercury. And Mercury is like the communicator, the mess. And it says Mercury is like the messenger of God.
0: <laughs> Fuck.
1: And then Randy's over here being like, I don't like talking to people. I don't want to share what I know. I'm just going to take it and eat whatever they believe to be true. And I'm like, oh my God, I'll fucking course that beer shadow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like it's just, well, and then we go, it's easier to just shut up and just eat it and just be like, you're not, you're not going to listen. Here's my attitude. And, um, I'm trying to work on it still but it's like you're not going to listen to me anyway why would i waste my breath on you
1: exactly look at right there who's in house 12 for you and it's i don't even know if we have the planet in house 12 or it's just house 12 is being ruled right now by when you were born by mercury
0: yeah house 12 is ruled or like mercury was in that house when i was born
1: I yeah think. i don't even know there's two different ways it'll come through that the planet was in that house or that house 12 is being ruled by Mercury. Yeah. It's, there's two different ways. So anyway, finally, I've been able to put that together mentally. And it's funny because it lines up. Like mm-hmm. we've sort of, in the Akashic records, I can kind of look and see people's shadow elements. And like, I feel, we kind of talked about that, right? That you, yeah. it was like something about like your words come out better through like writing. Cause you're just like not willing to communicate that. I can't remember. Well, it's not, I mean. It I, was an inner tension.
0: Right. Yeah, it's Remember. just I should write, but I don't. Right, which is the same thing of I should right. put up more content, but I don't. Hey, yeah, there you go. Right. So whether it's written, whether it's verbal, whether it's whatever, and I and I have caught myself. Oh my god, I've caught myself. Um, like I just I don't. I get very frustrated. See, social media is a real piss off for me. Mm -hmm. I've talked about this a lot. Because it seems like the people, again, this is my perception and I'm working on it here, you guys. Here's one of my triggers. (laughs) But like the people in my opinion or my perception, not even my opinion, my perception, that have no substance to their content. It's not helping the world at all. It's very narcissistic. It's very self-serving and you're just, that's what you're teaching people. That's what people are listening to.
1: It's very like the influencer with it's like the pretty face, right? With no yes. substance. Yes, right? exactly yeah.
0: it. Um, and even like you look at the spirituality posts, if there's a beautiful face, it doesn't matter what the content is. Mm-hmm. Right? So in here, I, for a long time I was posting consistently on social media and putting deep posts. I mean, as much as you can do on an Instagram post. Mm -hmm. Right. But like with actual worthy information that people could use and take and, you know, Mm -hmm. apply to their lives. And they weren't, you know, like Mm -hmm. I would maybe get two likes on it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, how can somebody who just talks about makeup, and bitches about things as they're doing their makeup? Why is that gaining millions of likes? And, and it's not about the numbers. This is just an example of, you mm-hmm. know, improving your life. Why is that what's on people's radar and so important? Whereas over here, we're talking about pretty substantial things for you mm-hmm. and how to improve your life that you're sitting here as you're doing your makeup, bitching, whining, and complaining. hmm that you want, but won't get. And here's your opportunity. And you're closing the door on it. Mm-hmm. Like, not even closing the door. You just won't look. And that frustrates me to no end. Right. And so it shuts me down. Do you know what yeah, I mean? for sure. So I'm just like, why? So if you guys follow me on social media, you notice I rarely post. I rarely post. Which is not Again, that's fucking my karma. I realize this, mm-hmm. but it's because why should I? Mm-hmm. That's where my mind goes. Why should I? You're not going to listen to it. Yeah, It wastes my energy. And I don't, even with getting clients and stuff, I don't like going to, like, I feel like I'm begging mm-hmm. where it's like, look, I have this for you. And it's true. It's, I got this for you. This will help you exponentially. If you put in the work your life could just change overnight if you, if you Mm -hmm. wanted it to. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to go convince you that you need this. And that's what you have to do. You kind of have to be a bit of a whore. (laughs) Yeah, totally. That's my problem with the world right now. It's not just like you're in a phone book and people look. No.
1: And it's so hard because with social media, there's like, there's people that just absorb like, shit they're just they're just you know there to absorb you know superficial content and then there's this very 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 small pocket of people like everyone's on social media they're just scrolling you know what i mean and then there's this very small select group of people who are actually like transformational ready ready to invest in their transformation and it's like how to tap into this pocket is like next level confusing i don't know and it doesn't really like i think we've i think i've we're starting to cross into this threshold where it's like now they just kind of filter to us however it may be. I do have luck on social media now, but I have like diligently been working on this for two years and I've just sort of crossed a little bit of a threshold recently. So, but again, it's not my karma, right? That's not what my shadow is. My shadow is like learning to be my fullest embodiment and like willing to accept abundance and recognition or success and not feel like i'm going to end up by myself at the top of that
0: cuz like <laughs> i'm just like i don't give a shit if i'm alone up there just fucking yeah, i wish like just fucking take to the information them. it's the most frustrating and it's see this is so
1: funny because even in the akashic records when i look at shadows it's like we've all lived in every storyline yep you have been it all. You've done it all. You've been the person who was the prophet that was exiled. You've been the prophet that was maybe went away with their power and threw, flew a little cl- too close to the sun. You have done it all. So what part of you is like most wounded by which storyline is so fascinating to me, right? Because I'm like, oh yeah, fuck. I'll just, you know, like, I don't, i just doesn't bother me. Right. I, a, I got a
0: question for you while it's popped into my head. So in your opinion, Cause this is what I'm trying to rectify and figure out. So it's like, okay, so here's my shadow. We know what it is. I can see where it's actively, you know, but does it ever change though? Does it ever change? Like, let's say I go back to posting twice a day. Like, fuck, I never did that. (laughs) just kidding. But let's say I up my game and I start, for instance, posting social media every day, or I, um, you know, start my podcast or YouTube channel strictly for my, you know, coaching information, will it ever change though? Or is it just, I'm just meant to keep going regardless. I feel like it
1: has to change internally and then it morphs externally because until I fucking realize that people are going to love me no matter what I showcase, or if I do, what, what happens if I do have a lot of abundance and power and I am traveling the world and I do hold a lot of knowledge. As soon as I realize that people will love me no
0: matter what and start to heal that part of me, I think it will shift. Yeah. But I just, I I think that's the problem. Like, how do you heal? And this is probably my ego talking and I'm hundred percent aware of this. This this is why we talk things out. This is good for you people to hear. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, how do you like, I can understand if it was like, I don't think people will love me. I know how to deal with that. Yeah. But that's not my issue. Right. That's my issue. Mine's all about other people and my frustration with them. So do you know what I mean? Like, how would you, so what I
1: know with the, with the darker issues and and karma, it will reap like, if that's what you believe, right? you're projecting and it comes right back to you Yeah, and then it has to repeat. Like your shadow will kind of repeat as a child so that you indoctrinate that belief again, because you're meant to dissect it and then you have to like undo that conditioning to make the shift. So I feel like it, I don't even know like I'm trying to think cause it's not my shadow. So for me, I just have to believe that you well, love me. Right. Well, and for yeah. you, you just have to believe people are worth, like worthy or ready to hear it. And like you just, I don't even know. Like, do you just fake it till you make it? I seriously have no idea.
0: Like, do you just put it out anyway? Yes. Okay, that's kind of what I was thinking. You just kind of keep putting it out. But here's the other part of this, and maybe not letting it like frustrate you endlessly. No, but the problem with that is, um, I don't know. It's it's like if we think about it in terms of energy exchanges. Like, Mm. if you're not getting that back, I get burnt out. Yes. Right. So for me to continually post content, which really is the reason I stopped, is because I had nothing to say.
1: Well, maybe it's not even like social media content. Maybe it's like the places that there that there are the potential. Because social media content is kind of just like a waste of time for everybody.
0: But I mean, but I mean, where else do you go yeah. now? What about like fuck? I don't know. And I guess maybe, like I've created courses.
1: Yes. I was going to say maybe it's like, yeah, that even an equal energy exchange, well, maybe it's like pinging down what you're sharing so that it is only what you would consider something as a free tidbit. And it's like, so you're still communicating, but you haven't overexerted yourself.
0: But then then my mind goes, what's the point? Well, if I give you this, it's not going to do you any good. It's not going to get you anywhere. Why would I I waste your time?
1: Yeah, fuck, we'll have to...
0: Do you know what I mean? Yeah. See, this is I where see. see this is where I'm kind of stuck here. I'm sure I fucking wrote something about this down you know? somewhere. So this is fascinating this to is, me.
1: Like this is the thing about the shadow. It's like sometimes it just seems like there's no fucking way out. It's like, how do I just all of a sudden believe while there has never been any evidence in my life that when I am my most fullest, loudest, spiciest, abundant self, has anyone ever appropriately responded to that? I don't in your perception in my perception. And it's like, (laughs) change your perception,
0: change your life. See what
1: I mean? It's how you do it. You just have to change your perception of what's a value or how Mm -hmm. people are perceiving it.
0: Maybe that's just it. Maybe what I, and see, I've come across this a lot. Um, What I perceive as a priority or what I perceive as valuable Mm. is incorrect. I think maybe that's it because um, starting my business was actually a nightmare marketing wise (laughs) oh god I bet you because I didn't like literally people would like I would scroll part of our homework was to scroll through people's social media and like look at color patterns and blah 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 and see you know I could not see a difference Kayla. like Kayla I couldn't I couldn't (sighs) and I and I tried to tell people that and they're like well that's your ego getting in the way but I literally it looked like the exact same yeah, maybe that's one crazy. was more purple versus one was more green. My God, It made scary. no difference to me whatsoever. And so I don't have a perception. So, guys, seriously, I need your help. Like, what information do you want? Because, like, I don't – I can't differentiate. And I think that's part of my problem maybe is I can't differentiate, like, priorities or – values to other people that's because so my like, value is so over here that anything less than is a waste of time for you why would i do that to you and that's so funny because that's like your aquarius moon
1: right the aquarius is like the collect the eclectic like i want only interesting valuable things that will help the collective and like yeah what the fuck what's the opposite of a aquarius a gemini no 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 that's the
0: opposite of the sag i don't know Fuck, I can't remember. A Leo, or hey, it's all about yeah, me? yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean my sun versus my moon?
1: <laughs> oh my god, how did you fucking end up with that mess?
0: <laughs> I'm a walking contradiction. That's why. Mm-hmm. But see, seriously, you guys, if you have any insight, like I'm. I'm... I'm totally open. Like, I want to know. what. What's your opinion? Because I think that's just my biggest problem is I don't know how to differentiate. And that's,
1: that's the funniest thing is it's like when you talk to me about trying to undo my ego things. It's like I hear the words that are coming out of your mouth. <laughs> but my, like, fucking ego puts up a wall. And last time, you, I forgot what you said last time, but I literally just started hysterically laughing. Because my ego was like, no, 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 we're not going to let you look any deeper than that. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Like, you literally just can't see through it. Because you're just so fucked up by it. Yeah. God damn it.
0: I kind of just, I've got, I've got a weird block of this. The little shit doesn't matter. But then yes. I have to remember, again, this is part of awakening people, is that it matters to everybody else. And I'm like, but that's that shouldn't matter. We should be looking at this. <laughs> you know? Yes. So it's kind of, but I don't know how to navigate I guess I wish I could tell you but like if it was something (laughs) easy like if I knew an actual belief so I'm like hey what's the underlying if I'm going to like dive deep here so as if I was if I was gonna psychoanalyze me as if one of my clients so what is the fear there like I guess it would be a fear of not being heard yeah Okay, so not being heard, what does that mean?
1: So I feel like you oh, I don't know. It's hard to say because I don't know what your your construction is of when you're producing content. But if you're you if you fear not being heard, I'm guessing you may be like cloaking with like I'm just gonna talk about things that I really know, like consciousness and you don't wanna talk about yourself.
0: Right. Mm. And you don't
1: want to showcase like what's underneath because you're like, you know what I mean? So you just only talk about like the words and the things it's like that you can control. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like, I don't even not even control. But I know that this is a piece of content that you can have and people oh. are probably trying to see you. Right. And hear you talk about your experiences or right. your growth or your knowledge. And I think that's why the podcast does so good because it is you
0: open up. Fair enough. So I guess it's just the, the what's missing is me. Yes. And
1: it doesn't always have to be like being seen, but sometimes even just like writing like a story or like an anecdote, like one time I dealt with this or yeah, I remember having to conquer this. Here's
0: how I did it. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's the key. It's like, it's just, it's just and then my poor little like soul appears like this is all inconsequential. Inconse- We're all the same, you know. And it's like don't put that out. It's meaningless. <laughs> <laughs> because it's everybody's the same, you
1: know. Oh God, I know. And then mm-hmm. if I learned anything from the Akashic records, it's like the more vulnerable, real, authentic open you are, the better. It totally. doesn't make it fucking easy for me to do that by any means, because of the stuff that
0: I'm working through in my shadow, but it's just like, see what happens. I actually did come to Epiphany the other, no, we're just wasting your people's time, probably. <laughs> I did come to epiphany an Epiphany the other day. I don't even know what I was doing, because I was frustrated. And I'm like, ah, i blog it. Hey,
1: that's a good idea. And you know what, when I was doing blogs, I they're on my website somewhere but they're very outdated yeah mine too (laughs) like that was a huge hit because people wanted to like connect to me as a practitioner to hear what I had went through and what I was working on and then I swear to god as people could read my blog they're like oh yeah this is the practitioner for me
0: I'm gonna buy this yeah that makes sense
1: yeah yeah
0: Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I love how we just like worked through parts of our shadow on this podcast. But that's part, that's all part of it. And the, okay, so one last thing. Oh my God, this is gonna be so fucking long. It's probably gonna be like two fucking hours. But oh god, every time. Um if there's one thing that I can suggest for you, and you guys have already started because you're listening to this podcast. If it's like 101 spiritual awakening survival guide, what is the one thing that you need? And that is a community of like-minded people or Mm -hmm. you will go fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. Like you need that support. You need that someone to bounce ideas off of, like this was a prime example, Mm -hmm. you know, and we're not arguing. We're not like, no, it's like literally I need to know. What do you think? Help me. Oh yeah. You know? And that I think is invaluable. Oh yeah.
1: It like makes or breaks the whole experience in a lot of ways and you know what as you evolve through your awakening probably the people that you're hanging out with or connecting with may
0: evolve in some ways yeah certain people will fall away new ones will come in yeah and yeah, that's it's, just the truth yeah but it, it really is essential it's yeah i mean you need it luckily like we said luckily you're listening to us and we are we got you back yes but to find those close people, I mean and if you want, join us on Patreon because we pop on there all the time. Like I, I like to do little lives over on our Patreon Facebook group oh, yeah, and be like, hi folks, yeah. <laughs> what's up with you today? Because I just need that little interaction. Yeah. As minimal as it is. Totally.
1: I need to get better at that. Like I do have a good react connection to people, but then I when I get into my like, oh nobody would like me if I was my real self. And I'm just like, oh, this is going to... But yet you do your Instagram stories all the time. Yeah, I do. And people like those. I don't even know what my problem is. I don't know. Interesting. So a walking contradiction, I guess. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Are you a Leo
0: Aquarius too? I'm an Aries Virgo, so... Oh, yeah. That makes sense, though. Pretty fucking close, man. Pretty opposites. Yeah. I love it. Fuck. Too funny.
1: All right, people. Well, we have labbed your ear off for a substantial amount of time again. Huh. Um, hopefully this kind of resonated. I mean, it just always seems to be what the collective needs. But yeah, I guess we better head on out of here, let you get on with your day. Totally.
0: And we will see you next week. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget to hit us up on Patreon. Hit us up on email, social media. Chat with us, folks. We'll talk to you very soon on the next one. Bye. Bye.